Welcome to SEC's Vision Moments, which is an inspirational video cast by our staff and leadership team that'll help you stay connected throughout the week. I can't wait for you to hear today's episode. Hi, I'm Scott Ford. Vision Moments are inspired video casts that provide vision, insight, and growth opportunities for you to stay resourced, connected to our staff and team, and engage in our vision to love God and love people. I'm an economist by trade and training. An economist is a lot like being an accountant. However, you don't have to be right. You just need to be reasonably close and be able to tell good stories. For the most part, economists focus on the allocation and distribution of finite resources and the transactions that facilitate that. For us personally, the two finite resources we manage every day are time and money. There never seems to be enough of either. We strive for these every day, and at the end of the day, we usually are no better off than when we started. We can feel enslaved by both. This striving is often characterized as the, as the rat race. What breaks the chains of this enslavement are the unique keys of gratefulness and generosity, and I would suggest to you that you cannot truly have one without the other. Gratefulness and generosity can best be characterized as two sides of the same coin. And let's do a deeper dive into each of these for the next few minutes. Gratefulness, we have so many things to thank God for, and yet as far too rare a practice for us. Complaining and grumbling often becomes an easy habit for us. Rather than look at what's lacking in our lives, we can just as easily thank God for everything, realizing that God owes us nothing, and yet he has graciously given us all things through Jesus Christ, Romans chapter 8. Jesus pointed to the importance and the rarity of thanksgiving when only one of the ten lepers he healed returned to thank him in the story in Luke chapter 17. We would do well to imitate one of the former lepers. For in a spiritual sense, we are all lepers. We are disfigured and alienated disease called sin. Yet Christ voluntarily took the punishment due to us. This is best stated in the old hymn had the opening line, Jesus paid it all, and to him all I owe. Thankfulness is only proper response to such a lavish gift of God. Our lives and very good, all, all good things in them are gifts of, of God through James chapter 1. We have done and can do nothing to deserve this gift. We are forever debtors to God and to his grace and which we realize at the zenith of his sacrifice in his only son for our salvation, John 3:16. Generosity, flipping the coin now, over we see generosity. Generosity is the quality of being kind and unselfish, especially as it pertains to sharing time and money with others. The Bible has a lot to say about generosity as described as a character trait. Proverbs chapter 22 says that the generous will themselves be blessed, for they share their food with the poor. God is irrationally generous, and he expects us to follow his example. In our generosity, we are not expected to expect payment of any kind. Our reward will come from the Lord, in his way and in his time. We are slow if we show generosity even to those who do not like us. Jesus describes this type of generosity as, as we ought to have in Luke chapter 6, part of his Sermon on the Mount. If someone takes your coat, do not withhold your shirt from them. If you lend to own from those that you expect repayment, what credit has that to you? But love your enemies and do good to them. Lend it to them without exception to get anything back. 
and then your reward will be great, and you will be children of the Most High, because he is kind to both the ungrateful and to the wicked. Jesus goes on to say, So when you give to the needy, do not sound a trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues or the streets, to be honored by men. Truly, I tell you, they already have their full reward. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your giving may be in secret, and your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. So how are you and I, as followers of Jesus, uh, approaching our lives? Are our, hands, are our hands and heart characterized by clenched fists, holding on to both those, asset, you know, those assets of time and money so that nothing goes on, we hold so tight that nothing goes out and nothing can come in? Or do we live a life that's characterized by open hands? Are open hands outstretched to receive God's gifts and freely open that money can freely flow between our hands to others? Mm -hmm.